The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. EP Podcast is brought to you proudly by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, where they know having a bank that can deliver under pressure makes all the difference. When the pandemic hit, local businesses needed help securing paycheck protection program loans. They turned to the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, and they worked very hard. They got 13 local owners to get more than $3 million in loans, and those owners were able to save more than 200 local jobs right here in Evergreen Park. They can also make a difference for you, personalized banking solutions you can rely on. They are the bank of choice of the EP podcast. They can be your bank as well. Learn more at bankevergreenpark.com slash for you, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome into the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti, Hannah Beth sitting here at the 9-Foot Homemade Oak Bar, and we have some guests today joining us for the episode. We have had these gentlemen on together once. It was for a quick three to four minutes in the middle of a 4th of July parade that seems like eons ago, and while we will not have the parade this year... I know very soon we will be having all kinds of events here in Evergreen Park. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what's going on in the village, any news that's going on with two trustees from the EP, one of which was just reelected. And as this show comes out on Monday morning is getting his oath of office for yet another term. Norm Anderson is here with us and his campaign manager, a good friend of the show has been on before. Mark Marzullo is here. How are you guys? Good, Chris. You go first, Norm. You're better. <laughs> you're better looking, Norm. You yeah. go first. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, you're better looking. Oh, no, you are. No, we're doing good, Chris. Everything's fine. Yeah. And also, Hannah, we we would be remiss if we didn't thank Norm for bringing over a case of beer. He did. A case of beer. A under bunch his of tacos, arm. and he continues to try to outdo Mark. <laughs> Always, now, Chris. Mark, Always. Mark brought me once a sampler. Uh, and it was on the air. He presented me. It was around Christmas time. I think it was yes, a gift was. that you gave me. Mm-hmm. And he presented me with a sampler of scotches because he knows that I like to drink scotch. And ever since then, when Norm comes over, he brings over all kinds of food. And I should have known because, like, Erica cooked tonight. So I ate. You ate here. And we just completely forgot that Norm was coming. There are tacos <laughs> all over the bar. Last time he came, you brought we, over the I Zantos? just had dinner 15 minutes before he got here. And he I'm like, I'm going to have to eat these tacos. There's like, there's like a mound of tacos. Yeah, what is this What is this competition that you have where you got to try to show up, Mark, by bringing stuff over all the time? Well, me and Mark are good friends. You know, we went to high school together, of course, like that. So, you know, it's it's something we laugh about. We like the stooges and all that good stuff, right? Yeah. No, we, a lot of, we have a lot in common. I guess I got to go buy a car for you to top normal. Because <laughs> I can't top all this. Listen, all I want... Be a Lincoln. All I want Ferrari. Is, listen, Ferrari. all I want is a ticket book for when people run stop signs in front of my house. That's all I care about. Just give me one of those and I'll be fine. I just want to be Barney Fife of Evergreen Park. No real power, but it would make me feel better if I had it. That's all well, I'm saying. Well, Chris, I'll make sure you get the one bullet in your pocket. You'll be all set. <laughs> now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Central Middle School's Our American Voices Civics Class. And no, we didn't charge them for this. We're trying to help them out. They are trying to help out local businesses. Folks in Evergreen Park that need your support coming out of the pandemic. 
And there are promotions going on the entire month of May at Classmates as part of this 20% off a single purchase or peace of mind organization. Want to get more organized? $5 off $25 spent with them. This week alone, go to the Mathnasium and you get an assessment and four sessions for only $65. And Eric Mangan Concrete, free estimates on all concrete quotes. If you want to find all of the deals being offered this month of May locally, it is being included in a newsletter sent out to all the District 124 parents. I believe it is also on their website or follow them on Instagram at OAV Blooming Business. A great idea by a bunch of eighth grade students over there at Central Middle School trying to help out their community. Otherwise, what's the big news this week? Oh yeah, for the first time in a long time, there's a different mayor in Evergreen Park. Right now, there's a guy that's got to change all the signs, like everywhere, because Kelly Burke takes office the day this show comes out on Monday. We wish her a congratulations, and also on behalf of myself and Hannah, everybody associated with the EP podcast, thank you once again to Mayor James Sexton for a wonderful career serving the people of Evergreen Park. And for me personally, for all of the support you have given this show, as we grew in the community over the last several years, the village was always very supportive, and he was right at the front of that. That is your EP podcast, Word on the Street. Ahead on the show, we're going to check in with the Farmer's Market over at Eukich Field. Remember, that's every Thursday, starting at 7 a.m. going until 1 p.m. We will talk with some of the vendors and more with our village trustees down here at the 9-Foot Homemade Oak Bar on the EP podcast. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. All right, so listen, people don't want to hear us just uh, make jokes with each other. They want to know what's going on in the village. So uh, I have uh, a couple of places I'm lined up to go and visit here in the next couple of weeks that are local businesses, local bars and restaurants. We're going to be bringing back our Eating Evergreen Park thing that we do here on the EP Podcast. It's a lot easier now that things are more relaxed to be able to go out and do those things and be out in public. And so we're going to be visiting Rosangela's, which has massively expanded. I can't wait to go over there and tell people about what they've done over there. Okay, so that's very exciting. And we're going to be stopping in a tavern in the green. We've never actually done any any episodes there before. We're going to try a shot over there. We still have the places that we have been to many times, Durbin's and Porter Cullen's. And some of these places are starting to get the, the gaming machines, but what's amazing is you don't notice that they're there because of what you guys did. I've actually seen how it's set up in Porter Collins, and in reality, if I didn't even know that they had them, I could not. You, you, it, it's a, it, I think it may have been the best setup I've ever seen for video gaming because to me, I always find it annoying to see the lights and hear the buzzers and hear the ching ching and everything else like that. I feel like, all right, I'm not in a nice restaurant anymore. I'm in a gambling place, but you guys have set this up very well, and the businesses are, seem more than happy. To, to make sure that it's kind of like it's hidden from view because that's a big moneymaker for them and it's going to help them coming out of this pandemic. Yeah, I think they're happy with that. I know uh, the trustees and, of course, with Mark here and the other trustees, we talked about it. And, um, you know, we want to keep, like we talked about the last show, Chris, we're trying to keep it away from the kids, you know. I mean, you know, they allow a rope to go across. We're, we're, we're different. Right. We're, 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 we're blocking it off. Right. You know, I mean, we're going to, we're going to make it nice and, and just keep it away from them. You know, like Tanner Green has kids going in there, Porter Collins, you know, you, you looked at them, they're in the back. Yeah. So for the salon. But, and it's really know, nice how they set it up. And in reality, yeah. like, again, it's one of those things where if you didn't want your kids exposed to it, 
they don't even know it's there. Right. It is, it's really nice. great how you guys set it up. I just, you like, I didn't know how it was going to work. And I didn't know how the businesses would, would kind of set up their, their floor plans to fit what you guys had asked for them to do when you, when you passed that you would hand out these gaming licenses in, in, in an effort to get things going again after the, they were hit so hard during the pandemic. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm impressed by the fact that I know it's there because I'm an adult. But like, I would have to literally point it out to my kid, like, "Hey, you got to go around the corner here. Then I got to open up this door. Then I got to point way down here. That's where they, that's where they stashed it." And I think that that's actually really nice. Yeah. Well, you know, the mayor, uh, Mayor Sexton, and the trustees we met a lot. Former of mayor. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, Jim, you're out. Former Jim. mayor. And according to his letter <laughs> that comes out on Friday, just call him Jim now. We met a lot about that and, and discussed it, and you know, we came up with the plan, and and we think it's a good plan, and um. I think it's going to work and it's going to help the businesses and the restaurants and, and whoever's going to get the gambling, you know? So what's new? What do we have that's new? What's on the table? What are we working on right now? What are, what's happening in board meetings because most citizens never make it to them? Well, they're very, very exciting. And if, you, if you've missed them, it's, <laughs> they're a it's, it's, they're a it's like a NASCAR race. Well, so I, mean, I know that there's like a tag team wrestling match at one point or in the middle of it, I've heard. And, and there's a drinking competition towards the end where the team that can drink Das Boot the quickest without spilling the beer that 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 team wins whatever they want for that week right isn't that how it works well if trustee mcquillan's in that team we're all gonna lose what's happening you know um you know i i met with the mayor today um and i know i wasn't i was gonna see him tomorrow i, I was gonna be available to see him and I just, you know, I, I, I thank the mayor for everything. And I and, and one thing great about the mayor is I, he had open-door policy with his trustees. I'd walk in there once, two times, sometimes three times a week. I'd sit there and go, what's new, Jim? What do you know that I don't know that I should know? All right, we're, we got this going on, we got this going on, got this going on. And we've got so many things that he's, he's kind of put to bed already that he wanted to finish up. We do have one major thing going on. Ooh. The the property at 95th and Utica, which is formerly the Fifth Third Bank or First National Bank of Alabama. Yes, I know you guys have been trying to figure um, out what to do with that property. We have something big going on with that. I'm not at liberty to say right now. Um, the developer doesn't, you know, until we have the money in our hand, I always say, you know, until I have the cash in my hand, the deal's not done. But these developers prefer not. And I don't, you know, I saw that happen in Oakland. The developers, they don't want to know. Yeah, they, they don't, don't want it out. They don't want to get out whatever reason. But, but, be is, nice but it's going to be a chance. very big project. Right. It's going nice. to be a, it's going to be a home run. Mm-hmm. Really? It a will. home run. Yep. And uh, well, I'm just dying to know. <laughs> is this one of these things that you guys have already, have you gotten to the point where you approach the neighbors that would be on the border, like the homeowners yet? Or do you wait until it's, you it's, get to another point on it? it it's right now the, the you know they expect it expressed interest in a project and and of course they wanted to go another suburb they're they're pushing us against another suburb well, don't go gra- to another and suburb our greatest it's salesman of Evergreen Park Jim Sexton got involved yes yeah and said don't look on that other suburb this is where you need to focus and here's all the good things and why you should be in Evergreen Park and as you all know we're very business friendly. So um, they're at the process where they're looking at the first. They have to negotiate the deal with the owner of the property, which we have nothing to do with. Okay. So once they negotiate a deal and said, if we do A, B, and C, you know, will we make it? So I think financially they've come to some agreement. No monies have been exchanged, but they said, okay, we pull the trigger. We know what it's going to cost us. Let's do some surveying. Let's get the MWRD out there and look because you know anything you build now, MWRD's got to get in there. Water what, retention. What is the MWRD? Everything. 
Metropolitan Water, Water Reclamation okay. District. Okay, all right. So every project you see now has retention ponds. So the first thing that you have to do when you're doing a larger project, you got to say, okay, I need, I've got six acres of land here. And I might need six acres, but however, the district's going to come in and say, well, you got to donate uh, an acre for water retention. You got to So they have to go to the MWRD and say, all right, what do we need for water retention? And they'll say, okay, we'll look at the property. They'll say, you need this much for water retention. So once they get that to the side, is there still enough for them to develop the project that they need? So that's the process that you're in. And then I think if they answer all those, uh, which from what I hear from the mayor is all looking positive right now, uh, the deal may go forward. And that's such a big space over there. And it would be a big deal if something moved in that improved the the neighborhood and 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 brought something new into Evergreen Park, whatever it is that you're talking it's about. It's a big building hmm. to fill, too. Yeah, the building's well, already the going. Building's the building's going. going. Oh, I, totally I got going. that from totally what he was gone. saying right away. Yeah. That's the property. Okay. That building's well, going. Well, I'll give you some hints. It's, it's <laughs> and, not, and also, it's, we're, we're concerned about the neighbors. Is there a Ferris wheel stuff, so. involved? Um, no comment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not a Ferris wheel. Yeah, Norm, Norm's going to be the juggler at, at the new amusement park. Right that will be the Facebook rumor now. Hey, right. did you hear that Bella in an amusement the building park? Amuse- a permanent amusement park for the first third is. What right. was that place at uh, the old venture in 95? Oh, Kitty Land. Kitty Land. Yeah, we're going to put a Kitty Land in there. Yeah, Kitty Land's coming here. <laughs> You guys are moving no, no, Santa's. You later. guys bought Santa's Village, and it's moving into the Fifth Third it property. It could right? be. It could be. <laughs> Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial Representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. We continue to be joined by two village trustees down here, Norm Anderson, Mark Marzullo, two of your trustees here in Evergreen Park at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar this week on the EP Podcast, and Mark Marzullo, hinting now that there might be something big. We don't know for sure. He's not telling us what it is. Moving onto the property where the old Fifth Third Bank used to be. But he isn't telling us anything specifically. But it absolutely, I'll tell you, it won't be in a restaurant. It won't be a grocery store. I can tell you that. Oh, man. Now I'm, and, now I'm really interested. And it You'll be excited. And, and I always love this when the, uh, the property, the old Walgreens property at 95th and Central Park. Okay. When they left that, the village purchased that property because we wanted to control it. And uh, I read Facebook every night, and I saw everything. Why would you do that to yourself? Everything in Why the world. Why would you read Facebook and My wife says the same thing. But Why you know, would you I, do that I just, to yourself? I just, but I'm a nosy so, guy. Sometimes I want to see people fight with each other, and then I turn on Facebook or Twitter. But otherwise, why would you do that to I yourself? I just got to see what they're saying. Mark's not his right in the village. Know. Mark knows. Yeah. Do you have to take, he knows you have to take yeah. acids with Ben as well? I call, I call him up. I go, Mark, what's going on? He goes, I got it, Norm. I'm, I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm on it. Now, go, now, wait, wait. Before he goes any further, do you have one of these... Uh, these uh, accounts on Facebook that's not your name so you can stir up the pot? I mean, because there's so many people that no are No comment. <laughs> no, I don't ever type in anything. I don't post pictures of my grandkids. I just kind of want to see what's going on. And so, you know, you do hear, you know, why is there a helicopter at three in the morning? 
Well, why are you up at three in the morning? <laughs> because they heard a helicopter. Well, they, 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 had the fact, they had the fact that helicopters, and I always, I've always tried to explain this to people. I, I worked in 911 dispatch for Cook County 911, and I was a supervisor for the last four years, and I was very involved at that level of everything that was going on in the county. So if like a police department was asking for help, all the police helicopters run through Cook County. It's actually a shared helicopter of Cook County and Chicago police, the sheriff's police and Cook County police. So when Evergreen needs a helicopter, they actually request it from Cook County. And then the sheriff actually has to sign off on it. There's actually a phone call that happens because I used to have to make the phone call. Right. Sheriff Dart, yeah, they need a helicopter. Stop waking me up and just send the helicopter. All right, cool. And then the, the helicopter goes. So trust me, when the but then the helicopter goes up and sometimes to get an angle, they are two miles away from what they're actually looking at. They might be looking at something in Chicago and hovering over Evergreen Park because they have infrared and they have all these like cool things to catch guys that are hiding. You know, they have all these really, but it depends on where they are altitude wise, where they set up. Like I've had, I've had long conversations with the guys that actually fly those helicopters and the capabilities of it. I've actually seen it. So like a helicopter over your house may not even mean anything's happening in your neighborhood, but I don't think people get that. But you're right. That's the first thing everybody yells about on Facebook. They're always talking about helicopters and different things, but the 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 I read on that Facebook about that property, and I knew what was going to be there, but we weren't at liberty to say because the deal wasn't done. I know for a fact it's a McDonald's. I know for a fact. I know that's for, true. You're like I know for a fact. Day, everybody knew for a fact, but you don't know for a fact. No, you don't. Okay, we don't even know for a fact right. because the money is not in your hand. Hannah, you can't say it any better than I did. So it's going to be a nice project. It's going to be yes. low impact on the neighborhood. It's going to be something that's not going to have night hours or weekend hours. You know, good for um, the neighbors. Good for the neighborhood. Yep. Maybe open on Saturdays. And the neighbor, neighborhood, too. I'm intrigued now by this. No nighttime You're gonna have hours. To wait, Chris. You're going to have to wait. I really well, am. Well, I'm going to wait till the microphones well, are off, and then I'm going to give I, you guys a couple of shots of whiskey, I, 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 and I'm going to get some answers. No, no. <laughs> hey, Mark will be running out listen, here now. Listen, Mark walks. So. All I know is that, hey, he's gotta, he's gotta go I know is that in the, the um, someone in a campaign that ran against us, I can't remember their name, said, we need Notre Dame campus in here, but it's not going to be a Notre Dame campus. So. <laughs> Standing out here at the Evergreen Park Farmer's Market, and we are at the Baracus tent, and Elise is standing here with me, and this is, what, raw organic honey? It is, yeah. What, What is the difference here? How, like, how do you flavor it? I'm looking at this, and you have mango honey, orange honey, blueberry honey, mint honey. How do you do that? So all of our infusions are done with fresh fruit, fresh herbs, fresh root. Uh, we just use the sun, so we just usually, we submerge the honey with whatever we're infusing, the fruit or herb, and we use the sun to heat it up, and after a couple weeks, it starts releasing its oils and flavors, and there you go. You strain it and then jar it. When it's organic honey, what makes it organic? Just so people know, like, I mean, like, what, what makes your honey unique? So our honey comes straight from the hive into the jar, so that we don't add any anything else into it. We're all over Chicagoland area. It's a nonprofit organization, so any anywhere where there's like an open lot, we'll set up a community garden and in exchange, um, we'll put a hive on it. So we have some on the lakefront, um, South Shore, all over the place. We're standing with Lisa now at the Floralore tent. It says, tell your story with flowers. Lisa, how do you tell a story with flowers? I feel like everybody, I, I feel like I think in color stories, so, I mean, my color story is usually kind of like in the pinks and purple families, 
but people can tell stories in all sorts of different ways. There's also a lot of people who tend to think about like the meanings of flowers, but yeah, I tend to think more like in terms of texture and color and the way that all of those things kind of come together and express feeling. The music and also the name, which uh, uh, I think you mentioned it to me before we turned on the microphone, it's like folklore. Is this basically an enchanted flower tent? I think you could say that, yeah. I tend to bring some kind of like, I mean, you can see the more rustic, um, like hanging planters and things like that. This is like the, the flower tent that you would go to before you went off to slay the dragon. In Dungeons yeah. and Dragons, is that what this is? Perfect. Lourdes is standing here with me from El Coyote. You you guys are in Elsip, but you come out here to the farmer's market each and every week. Is that You've been coming out here for years, right? Yes, definitely. And we have a great crowd always coming out, loyal cu customers, so no. Rain or shine, we're here. <laughs> you know, what's amazing is that you have gotten a reputation already as like one of the must-see things at the farmer's market. I have so I many people, so. I have so many people tell me this is where you go get tamales. There like, it, it, how, is that your most famous item here? Is that the thing that gets requested yeah. the most? Yeah, that's what I started with, and then that's what they come looking for me for, yeah. Right, but now you got breakfast tacos, yeah. you got you got uh, quesadillas out here, you got churros out here. Yeah, I mean, you're-, you're breakfast so. i could have breakfast and lunch yeah as I there look at you your go menu. like yeah. i could spend all day in the farmer's market like if i come in in the morning there's breakfast if i yes. come later in the day there's lunch yeah what is your most popular item is it the, is it is it a specific tamale like what is asked for um actually it's the chicken and the pepper and cheese is that your favorite that my favorite are actually the pork the pork the, ones the pork ones see yeah. i'm waiting for you to tell me what you like because yeah. i'm gonna order like some the pork ones so that's my favorite but if you ask my daughter she's like the chicken all the way so <laughs> <laughs> so each and every week out here at the farmer's market every week every week look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and kid z what a great place it's called evergreen park but we know it better as the EP. We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast. Evergreen Park. All right, listen, I want to have a little friendly competition between. Mark Marzullo and Norm Anderson here on the podcast. And, and this is how it's going to work. We're going to play a little Evergreen Park trivia game. Every single question will be based on information I can actually get off the Village website, okay, about how well you know Evergreen Park. Now, I'm going to ask the questions. Hannah, you're going to judge. Okay. All right? Okay. And the idea is they buzz in by saying their first name. So when Norm buzzes in, he says, Norm. Can right? I go? Can I go? Eh. <laughs> You know what? How about this? He it's can say Norm, my, hey, and you can, I, just, I, I you can like just go, eh. Like, that's fine. I don't care. Mark will go, eh, and Norm will say Norm. We've got to give Norm a sound, too. No, Norm. Hey. Norm, what no. sound do you make really well? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Pass.
Hey, it better be late seventies, early eighties. He's, you know, down. It better, oh, this better is, the late this se- is information directly off the website. I can't oh, wait boy. to do this. Okay. So I'm going to ask the question. I'm getting old. You buzz you know, in. Man. Hannah will then judge who buzzed in first. And we'll see if you get the question it's right. It's embarrassing. We don't know the answer. If you, exactly. If you, <laughs> miss, if you miss the other person can steal and Hannah keep an idea as to who uh, ends up Aye. with the most of them. Right. Aye. Okay. All right. Aye. And we'll just see how this goes. This could be an absolute disaster. Let's hit some music. person here that can name all of the active village board of trustee members mark mark got it norm anderson went norm anderson roses hand on the radio that does not count i was like at family funeral it's gonna hit the buzzer i was just trying to give you an easy one to get you going okay go ahead mark chris who are <laughs> Carol Kyle, Norm Anderson, Mark Phelan, Mark Marzullo, Kelly Burke, and Jim McQuillan at the present time. Present okay, trustee. I was going to get him on that one, but that's okay. We're recording the night. Uh, we're recording before Kelly Burke takes office, yeah. so we're going to give him that, that one. Yes. Okay. All right. So All right. is there an open seat now once the Kelly moves in? Is There'll be an works? open seat, yes. Is there a special election? What happens is that the mayor... Uh, we will we will probably take a step back after the after she gets inaugurated, mm-hmm. and we'll she'll be announcing uh, that people are interested in seeking the position. Okay, and we'll have some criteria for that position, and we'll probably be asking someone to submit some resumes somewhere along the line to a to a group of elected officials. Oh, so it'll be appointed, is what? Yes, you're it's totally appointed. So it'll be appointed. And, but her spot is up in two years. That spot would be up in two years, right? You have to run for the first possible election if you're appointed to okay. anything on the board. So that's how it works. Two years. Yes. So the village trustee position that's left vacant will be appointed. And then in two years when you're running, and I believe it's James McQuillan will be running, right. and then this right. this spot would also be the third one. That's That'd right. be right. All right, cool. Get your resume ready, Hannah. Okay, I'm going to get mine ready too. Okay, here we go. Let's see if we can make this a little bit more complicated. All right. All right, here we go. The first person that can tell me, and this is right off the website, the chairman of the Human Rights Commission. Their faces. <laughs> Do you even know there's a Human Rights Commission? the first commission? one for being too easy. Laura Shallow. No, that is incorrect. He did not and buzz he didn't in. buzz in, but it's also incorrect. <laughs> Who is Laura Shallow? No, it's <laughs> No, it's not. This is Duffy. No, it's <laughs> John, John no, Daly. John Daly is listed as the chairman of the Human Rights Commission. On the Evergreen Park Village website. Wow. I knew that. I just wow. wanted to have no This will all be we'll, saved for your we'll, election we'll in two years. <laughs> oh, thanks, Chris. We really appreciate that one. Don't even know who's on the Human Rights Commission. Poor John Daly. He's going to be listening to yeah, this. Yeah, poor John Daly. He's probably like, oh, Can we ask about sports from high school? Yeah. Name me either the chairman or one of the members, there are two of which, that are on the Fire and Police Commission. Skinny McCarthy, Tom McCarthy. No, I said a chairman or two members on the Fire and Police Commission, and he is oh, correct. You're right. Tom, Tom McCarthy. Not the trust. The, the trustees yeah. have a. Tom McCarthy is a right. member that's on there. Todd along T. With, Lander. And Todd T. Lander is the chairman. And I do not know the chairman. And Robert Lopez is the other. Okay. He was Lopez. only on the Fire and Police Commission for 20 years. <laughs> so was he, though. Hey, but, hey, so was uh, <laughs> But it was a long time ago. Everybody <laughs> I know is dead. Is, is on there. Uh, I'm getting old. Yeah. That's true. Oh, okay. All right, I won that one, Anna. Yes, you did. You won that one. So you're tied now. And don't ask now. about the zoning board either, because he knows all about that. Too. Don't ask about the, Look at this, man. I got to, like, I got to find the zoning board. All right, here we go. Give me the chairman or one of the three members 
on the Environmental Recycling Commission for the Village of Evergreen Park. These would be your people that Mi want to recycle a lot. Norm, Mary Ellen Brendich. Mary Ellen Brendich. on the bar. Mary Ellen Brendich. Mary Ellen Brendich is a member. That is correct. Can anybody can, can anybody name any of the other three people? You want me to just rattle it off? Anybody got one that they were ready to go with? One of the names was already mentioned, but it was an incorrect well, answer. You stole mine. <laughs> 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 All right, your chairman is Laura Shallow, and then Sue Pelka. Technicality. Maribeth Churek. Uh, hey, give a half a point. Half a point in there, Chris. Half a point on that Anna, you're the judge. You decide you want to give it. No, it's all in or nothing. All in or nothing, so two to one. You're the judge. You're the judge, Anna. Can we switch this to Three Stooges trivia? He'll beat me on that, but I can hold my candle with him on that one. All right, this one I already knew. Actually, this one is not on the website, but I know this one. Give me the name of the gentleman that is in charge of keeping track of the history of Evergreen Park. Oh, Mark, Mark got that one. Mark. George, George Peso. George Peso, that is correct. <laughs> We're tied. He could be the answer for a lot of questions, right? Yes. I mean, like he, German he, zoning board. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, exactly. He's on all kinds of different things here. I was flipping along. George Peso, one of those names in Evergreen Park that if you don't know, this guy is super involved in yes. everything that happens George there. does a lot. Right, exactly. So that, that's awesome. All right, let me find one more here. Where are we sitting at, Hannah? What is, what's the score? Tied 2-2. Two, two. We're tied 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, so no on, half points. And this one, we're going to no have to... Okay, here we go. This is <laughs> <laughs> I don't like losing. Hey, how come Mark just walked out the door? <laughs> All right, I'm looking at the village flowchart. You can actually find us on the website. This is amazing. Who's in charge of who? This is great. Okay, so this it's a good final question. We'll see whether or not one okay, of them can nail this Okay, do you know one. your good, organizational chart? Do you chart? know your organizational flowchart for the village? All right, so the citizens of Evergreen Park sit at the top of the flowchart for who runs Evergreen Park, which I think is very symbolic and wonderful and everything like that. I found it for the first time here while I was looking up this question. Then the mayor and the board of trustees and the village clerk split off from that. And the village clerk has just administration underneath the village clerk. The mayor and the board of trustees had sit over the top of all these different departments, recreation, the office of citizen services, police, fire, building department, public works, and the finance department. Tell me who, which one of those departments, the youth department reports to? The youth department is re recreation department. There you go, oh, Mark gets it. it. <laughs> Excuse me. What is the recreation department? <laughs> Alex Trebek would be proud of me. <laughs> I think all of us learned something about Evergreen Park with that, and I think you guys actually learned some stuff as well. Which what is we've learned exciting. is normally I should read the website more. <laughs> Imagine, one day, out of nowhere, you need your car towed. Who are you going to call? You have no idea. Right, because none of us think about that until it actually happens. So I'm going to give you a name. Dreamers Towing and Recovery. Located in Evergreen Park, Illinois, they will tow your vehicle locally or at a long distance at a very affordable price. What happens when your car needs a jump start? Dreamers Towing and Recovery. What happens when you're locked out of your car? Dreamers Towing and Recovery. You got a junk car, you don't know how to get rid of it, and you just want to move along and get some cash? They buy your junk cars. Covering the EP and the surrounding south side of Chicago, Dreamers is there when you need them with 24-hour service. Call them, 773-410-4549. 773-410-4549. Turn a sudden nightmare into a dream. 
with Dreamers Towing and Recovery. Norm Anderson, Mark Marzullo, I appreciate you guys coming down and hanging out with us, telling us a little bit about what's going on in the Village of Evergreen Park and having a little bit of fun. And uh, once again, Norm, congratulations as you start another term. And uh, and Mark, uh, I don't know, man, you got to start preparing, I guess. Two years from now, you could be out. The election started yesterday. Did you watch that last election? It was a little intense at times. I don't know I don't know what could happen in the they, next one. Uh, they, they get, I get nervous with these guys. You know? <laughs> Chris, as I said before. I get nervous. I really appreciate Mark's hard work and uh, along with Kelly Burke and, and uh, Jeff Leahy, of course, with the other trustees, you know, Mark Phelan, Carol Kyle, Jimmy McCullen, uh, Kelly Burke, who's going to be the mayor, uh, Kathy Apollo. I really do. And, you know, we're here for the Village of Irving Park and the residents. And if you ever, ever need anything, anything, you know, please call Mark Marzullo. <laughs> he will handle it. He'll be taken care of. And, and, and my phone will be turned off. <laughs> He's right here. You, 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 whatever you need. No, I'm just, hey, I'm, we're all available at 24-7 to help anybody in this village. Well, Norm, Norm, I appreciate that. And I'll just end it with, if your family's hungry, call Norm, because he buys a boatload of food here, and I can't compete with it. So remember, call Norm. He'll bring food to your house. He's loaded with food and tacos and all kinds of stuff here. Norm will bring the food. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nude is basement. Broadcast basement. The Nudist Basement The Broad Basement Slancha The EP Podcast Heard everywhere podcasts can be found And always at theeppodcast.com